You're listening to the Quince podcast. Just as vaccines are being rolled out for emergency use, the news of a new and more contagious strain of coronavirus is spreading in the UK and it's raising alarms across the world. While India and several other countries have imposed a travel ban to and from UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson reversed his decision to ease rules for the festive season and in fact impose an even harsher lockdown on London and most of southeast England as well banning large Christmas gatherings starting 20th December. So Christmas is cancelled and people are concerned about what this new and doubly infectious strain means for the COVID-19 pandemic. Are these kind of mutations normal? Does this make our current vaccines redundant? And to discuss everything we know so far about this new coronavirus variant, Vaishali Sooth, the editor of Quintfit, is joining me in this podcast. Hey, Vaishali. Hi, Shorbari. So, how are you doing? All well. Uh, I mean, clearly this news has made all of us a little nervous. But, uh, you know, I'm here to answer all your questions and try to ease some of the concerns. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time out for this podcast. Right. Thanks, Shorbari. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Shorbari. So my first question to you is this, okay? Why is the UK Health Secretary Matt Hanock warning that this strain is what he describes as out of control? It's all sounding a bit ominous. Should we, you know, be worried about the strain? Um, you know, Shorbri, I think the very fact that the way the virus has uh, developed, has spread across the UK, uh, his reasons uh, for calling it out of control may very well be valid. I think the first uh, variant of this uh, virus was detected around somewhere around September. And I think by November, a quarter of uh, cases in London were of this new variant. Yeah. And by mid-December, the proportion reached two-thirds of the total infection. So, I mean, uh, and over the last one week, I believe the number of cases in London have doubled, uh, with at least 60% of the infections being from this uh, variant. Yeah. So, I guess when he calls it out of control or when the Prime Minister, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says that the new variant may be up to 70% more transmissible, yeah. I think there is something to it. And I think um, as all scientists and experts are saying, we need to be watchful. Mm. We needn't be worried at this stage, but we certainly need to be watchful. And uh, we need to investigate this further. And I guess which is why these new rules and these new lockdowns have been put in place. Um, not with the intention of cancelling Christmas, I'm sure, but with an intention of trying to contain the spread while, while the scientists try and understand um, this variant a little better. Hmm. And Britain has recorded a, about 2,40,000 cases so far. And as you mentioned already, the pace of infections in the UK has sped up incredibly since this new strain was detected. And there are also reports of a similar kind of explosion in South Africa right now. But of course... You know, we've been reading reports on such mutations since coronavirus was first detected in China in 2019, right? Right. In the UK too, uh, there were mutations in the earlier phases of the pandemic. Then we also heard about mutations in the spike protein of coronavirus in Denmark right. that uh, had led to a large-scale culling of minks. And But what I want to understand from you, Vaishali, is what is it that's making this 
new particular variant in the UK is so much more dangerous? Um, Shobhri, I think first we need to understand this very uh, basic fact about how viruses work. Uh, mutations are a very normal part of it. A novel coronavirus is a single-strand RNA virus. This is what um, veteran virologist Dr. Jacob T. John had told us in an earlier interview. And so mutating is more of a rule for the, for these viruses, not an exception. And there are thousands and thousands of mutations that have taken place already of this virus. And so long as they're not uh, radically altered the genetic sequence of the virus, it's fine. Mm. It happens. It's This is what happens in science and you know in with viruses and so mutations per se are not so much of a concern mm. what's happened with this particular variant and they're calling it a variant because it's a combination of mutations um you know that they're defining as a variant mm. and in this specific variant uh they, there are 14 mutations that have been found of them seven are in the spike protein right now, this is what this combination of mutations is what's making this variant a little bit more aggressive in the way it's uh, transmitting the virus, uh, transmitting the infection. So seven of these are in the spike protein, and this is the protein that the virus uses to enter the right. human cells. Right. You know, when you've seen that, um, uh, the diagram of the virus, which has become so famous world over, and you see those like spiky Sp- yeah, things all crumbs, around it, yeah. that's a spike protein. And so this is what makes it a little bit more significant. And this combination makes it a little bit more significant. Um, the, the, these are very large number of changes compared to, compared to regular mutations that normally occur. Hmm. And so this is why the, the, the experts wanting to understand whether this combination could potentially be the reason why the virus is spreading so much faster. And uh, could it in the long term have... Uh, a more serious impact as of now the doctor uh, the experts are saying there's no reason to believe it will uh, the experts are constantly reassuring you and saying that there's no evidence yet that it will cause more severe disease so these are just precautionary measures so to say precautionary measures while they understand and they study the variant a little better so what i understand right now is that this virus is adapting all the time right uh, and i've also read in a particular nyt report that with mass vaccination, if the selection pressures increase, then we are going to see many more mutations. Can you tell me the signs here? Um, you know, as I said, mutations are normal. They're part of the course. So mutations will happen and they do happen. And this is, this is essentially how viruses function. So there's nothing new and dramatic about mutations. It's just the combination of factors that becomes a concern. And whether this combination of factors then... Um, sort of uh, this variant sort of spreads outside UK, whether it travels outside UK. Now, they're, they're, you know, what's also interesting is that uh, this genome type has been found in Australia and in Denmark. In most of these cases, they've traced it back to the UK, but it's also these are the countries that are very heavily uh, sequencing the genomes, right? So, uh, so they're able to identify it. We don't know where whether it's elsewhere or not, because, you know, that level of... Uh, uh, science hasn't been applied yet. In India, for sure, they're saying we haven't seen this variant yet. But just the number of uh, uh, sequencing that has been done in these countries is so much more than elsewhere in the world. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why uh, I think scientists are saying, look, we need to be cautious, we need to be worried, and we need to understand this a little better. Uh, and while we do that, 
let's just all take it a little easy so i mean as of now the worry is that you know it might i mean it's the general worry right about the vaccines that it might make it irrelevant so are we still going on with the vaccination process the rollout that's happened in the uk and us Okay, so vaccines surely largely stimulate a broad antibody response to the entire spike protein, and some of these some of these mutations have occurred in the spike protein. But you, what most what most vaccine makers are saying is that the vaccines will stimulate a broad antibody response, which will take care of all these mutations. So it is not likely to affect the efficacy of these uh, vaccines. Now. over a period of time uh, there is a possibility that the li- that like seasonal coronaviruses this coronavirus also escapes immunity okay right and this is what happens with flu with influenza which is why every year they have to update their vaccine and then you get like a, a new shot every year because they've updated the vaccine hmm. uh with the new uh the information that they have so that is a possibility that may happen but there is nothing to say that the vaccine itself will be rendered irrelevant at this stage there is zero evidence for it and they're trying to understand it and as far as they know that so far the vaccines will take care of the entire um, you know their broad antibody response will take care of all the mutations that have happened so it's important to clarify this and it's important to say this outside uh, aloud because vaccine drive has already started in some parts of the world in the uk vaccination is happening currently in the us vaccination is happening currently so it's very important to say that you know uh, we need to calm down we need to understand how vaccines work vaccines will take care of most mutations and if at all in future the scientists discover that you know um the coronavirus over a long period of time or a certain period of time will escape uh, immunity then maybe you need a booster shot right right so um i think there's a lot that needs to be investigated and understood and studied so let's wait and wait and watch okay so that's that's quite assuring um uh because it was so far sounding like pandemic 2.0 but that's quite reassuring and thanks a lot vaishali again for joining me in this podcast and explaining all these aspects of the virus thanks chorbury as i said it's a developing uh, situation and i'll be happy to uh give you more information as uh, we find out and for our listeners please do visit the quintfit which is the health vertical of the quint where we are constantly monitoring and updating all the new information that we are gathering on coronavirus and uh, vaishali and the members of quintfit are constantly in touch with experts trying to dig up more information on the pandemic so please do check out quintfit so yes please go on quintfit and check out more information and do listen to these podcasts thanks so much shorbury for speaking with me so now the good news for india is that this strain hasn't been reported in the country anywhere as of now like vaishali said Although it may be a bit of a holiday dampener for some, to exercise caution, the centre has also imposed a travel ban to the UK. As per a notification from the Ministry of Civil Aviation, all flights originating from the UK to India shall be temporarily suspended till thirty first December, starting twenty second December. Norway and Netherlands have also imposed similar measures. Israel has barred flights from Britain, Denmark, and South Africa, while Saudi Arabia has absolutely sealed its borders for a full week. Scotland and Ireland are also expected to seal their borders with the UK but what does this mean for us well lab experiments would be needed to determine the transmissibility of the new strain and the risks if any it poses but for now experts believe that there's good reason to be cautious 
If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, Jio Seven, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn dot com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.